In the words of a king, there is power. And as we behold him with unveiled faces, we're transformed into the very image of God. Welcome to the teaching ministry of Dr. K. Idrisheson, brought to you by Kingswood Ministries International. We believe that as you listen, faith is stirred up in you to become all that God has called you to be. This morning, very briefly, I'm going to be speaking along the line, the same line, the prophetic direction that God gave us a few months ago, profe- prosperity reign. Turn to your name and say, it's time, it's time. to be drenched in prosperity reign. And I'm going to be focusing on an aspect which is very, very peculiar. Interestingly enough, I thought I'm going to be, I was going to be teaching it at Faith World Church where I preached yesterday night. I prepared very well. You know, it's amazing how God allows you to prepare and at the end of the day, you realize you are just preparing, you are just feeding yourself. So I got there and I didn't have much leading to teach along that line. But I woke up this morning and, and I could sense God saying, I want you to zero on that. So I'm going to be speaking on how to cultivate your mind for prosperity reign. There is a place of what? Your mind. Man is a spirit. He has a soul and lives in a body. As powerful as investment of God where man is concerned is do you know the interface called mind is so crucial to his experience. You can have all the blessings in heavenly places and yet because your mind is broke you manifest nothing in the heartly places. So your mind is a gem that you cannot afford to waste. In 2 Kings chapter 4, there's a story told of a prophet of God, not a fake prophet, an authentic prophet who was broke. <laughs> this man was so broke that after he died, they had to come after his family. I was counseling with a friend a couple of years ago. I said, don't, you know, my friend is one of those people very zealous and passionate. You can go anywhere to do the work of the Lord, which is great. But I noticed financially his family was suffering, so I called him. I said, look at 2 Kings chapter 4. This man was a prophet, and yet he was broke. He was so broke that after he died, they came after him. In fact, who knows, maybe it was even the brokenness that killed him. He was so broke that after he died, they came after his family. He took a supernatural intervention for his family not to be taken away. So you can be anointed and be broke. You can be under a strong covenant and still be broke. Lazarus was under the same covenant. You are, I mean, that God gave to Abraham. And yet, he died a broke man. And I've realized a major reason why people don't manifest their potentials where supplies are concerned is because their mind cannot take it. So the question is, what are you doing with your mind? You are a spirit. You have the life of God. As Jesus is, so you are in your spirit. But the question is, where is your mind? I once preached a message 
And I summarize Sam's message as take your mind to, lo- to the location of your spirit. Now turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, take your mind to the location of your spirit. Because until your mind joins your spirit, what is in your spirit will not translate into your experience. So there are three things I want to talk about this morning. And the first one is what I call set your mind. Set your mind. Write it down. Very simple. Set your mind. Now, maybe you are here, you assume your mind came preset. No. You have to what? Set your mind. Colossians chapter 3 verse 2. Your mind must be set intentionally, appropriately for you to experience the reign of God, the prophecies, the purpose, the promises of God as powerful as they are, if they are not, if you don't have a mind that is properly aligned, it will not matter. Set your mind. Look at it. Can we read it loud and clear? One, two, three, go. This was a a part of the letter. Paul wrote to the church at Colossae. And he was telling them, set your mind on things above. He was not talking to unsaved people. He was talking to believers. And he says, you must be intentional to take your mind to, you know, you are supposed to be above. But the question is, is your mind above? Set your mind. You know, I've used this illustration several and I'm still going to use it this morning. It's like a thermostat. How many of you have thermostat in your home? Hopefully, you know what is called a thermostat. If you don't know what's called a thermostat, can you wave your hands? So we all know you all have thermostat in your home. Somebody shout amen. It's an, it's an illegal thing for a landlord to put you in a house without thermostat. Pastor Moyama, right? Chicago law, right? So there's an air condition and each system that is connected to that word thermostat, right? Do you know it's possible for the air conditioning system to be perfectly working? And yet, because the battery in the time will start, is down. All of a sudden, everything shuts down. I remember the first time it happened to me, we called the technician, the guy came around, and he went to the time will start, and just took that A2 battery out and put a new battery, and everything went, oh. And the next thing, the guy was writing bill. I'm like, what? I could have done this. As if it has happened to you, can you wave your hands? And the guy was writing bill, 170, 170. This is calm. I could have done it, but I didn't do it. So I learned the lesson. You know, you know your wife will always call you when nothing is working in the house. So he called me, baby. That's when you, you know, there are different levels of baby. Baby, baby, baby. What, what's the problem? <laughs> You know, baby is everything. The technician is the mechanic. I've said it severally. It's the car that is not working, that is your car. <laughs> Every husband in the house, remember, the car that works well belongs to your wife. The ones that need help is your car. If you believe that, shall amen. So, I, so anytime I hear, baby, the AC is not working. So I have to walk confidently to the thermostats. At least that works. Mostly. And the moment you change the battery, because a lot of times I realize the problem is not, you know, those air conditioning heating systems are built to last 20 years. And in most cases, unless something major happens, they, they're working. So most of the time, the problem is what, what? The thermostats. In fact, some of you need to pay me for the information I just gave you now. Before, because technician comes almost every two, two years to your house 
to build you for just changing batteries. That's how powerful the thermostat is, that tiny piece. It controls, it determines whether or not the air conditioning system or the heating system will deliver. Do you know the same way your mind regulates your life? Oh, I'm a spirit. But if your mind is not appropriately conditioned, all the glory, the power, the grace of God, the blessing of God in your spirit will not matter. So here Paul was taking, telling the church at Colossae, set your mind for heavenly. Don't think like regular people. You are supernatural people. For prosperity reign to be manifested in your life, your mind must be renewed. Don't you never say renew your mind. Come on, tell three people, renew your mind, renew your mind. Always remember this, your mind was not delivered preset. You will have to what? Set it. Set your mind. When you pick up your Bible in the morning and you are meditating, do you know what you are doing? You are setting your mind. And that's why it's a dangerous thing to be so much in a hurry every morning. No, 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 no. Plus, Jesus might not sit and God will be with me. No, listen. You, you must. It's just like your body, your physical body. I hope you are not one of those people that just pray. Layers of spray. Like somebody was proving to me a couple of years ago, he said, it's not healthy to bathe every day. I'm like, so you said there's a damage. Which, which damage? Not bathing your body every day is the damage. I said, Pastor, you don't get it. I've got my ways. I just spray. I'm like, spray what? I'm like, anytime you're coming to my house, please make sure you visit the bathroom. <laughs> You just layer it up. God, it's dangerous. One day, you will just explode one of these days. And that explosion will not be glory. You bait the same way you, your body has to be bait. You must wash your mind. Listen, this world is a wicked world. The contaminants in this world is so much that if you are not intentional about baiting you in the word of God on a daily basis... This world is naturally insane. To have sanity, there must be intentionality. I love what Psalm 19 verse 136 says. It said the entrance of your world gives what? Light. You need light on your mind. Don't you never say neighbor? You need light on your mind. Listen, if you don't enlighten your mind through the word of God, you will shock you. Anybody can be depressed. Just stay on CBS 9, 9 p.m. news and meditate on the news of all the people that got killed yesterday. You realize you have capacity for depression. Negative things everywhere. Funny co-workers. <laughs> Interesting boss. Everything is upside down, naturally speaking. But there's a setting of your mind that keeps you so strong. And you will not go down the natural lane, but you will go upstream supernaturally. Turn to them one more time and say, set your mind for prosperity. Prosperity.
prosperity reign is real. But for you to experience it, your mind must be renewed. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by what? The renewer of your mind. Romans chapter 12 verse 2. You, if you are not, if you are not renew your mind by the word, you will conform naturally. So it must be, it, you must be intentional. You must take your mind from earthly level to heavenly realm. You must enlighten your mind. You must raise your mind to the level of your covenant. You must remind yourself the covenant that God has for you. I will live but not die. Somebody like it of right hands and shout, I will live and not die. And the same way you declare, I am blessed and not cursed. Hey, I said I'm blessed and not cursed. Get on your feet and shout and say, I'm blessed and not cursed. Can you shout and say, money is not running away from me. Money is running my direction. The works of my hand are blessed. I'm blessed in the morning. I'm blessed in the noon time. I can never go down. The blessing of the Lord makes me rich. The grace of God is working on my life. My labor is fueled by His favor. Somebody shout, I'm blessed. Every economy is to my advantage. I have a supernatural hedge in this world. I can never go down. My life will never shut down. The Lord is my shepherd. I said the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. My needs are met. My bills are paid. I'm a blessing to the world. Somebody shout, I'm blessed. You may be seated. But you must do this to your mind all the time. Condition your mind for the blessing, not for the worse. Oh yeah, they have raised the interest rate. What's your own problem? They will, whether they raise it or has it changed anything? People that are still buying are still buying. And I'm one of the people that are still buying. If you are in my family, can you wave your hands? It does not depend. What I own is not a function of their interest rates. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall know one. Somebody shout hallelujah. The second thing is think out of the box. Think out of the box. You know, as I was meditating on this this morning, I could hear God saying to me, he said, go tell them they should think out of the box. A lot of you, you are too regimented. The way it has been forever. This way it was always been. Listen, you are. You are being discovered every day. There's so much to you that you are yet to know. Listen, one of the things God told me to tell you this morning is this. Who told you? You should only be paid based on your education. Hmm. A lot of us are so closed up. And God is releasing new ideas. But you can't grab it because of the state of your mind. I want you to lay your hands on your mind. This is where your mind is. It's not here. It's here. Lay your hands on your mind. Say, say mind. Hear the word of the Lord. You are open to God. You are not confined to education, previous education, background, environment. You are open to function by the blessing. So I declare in this season, I think outside the box. Is somebody following me? 
You know, I was in Calgary ministry about two and a half months ago, and the Lord spoke to me, and I was like shocked. While ministering, he said, you know, there are times I want to release new ideas, new innovations on the heart, and I would have preferred a child of mine who is under covenant to be the one that would be the vessel to release the idea. He said, but there was a problem. As I looked around, and I realized the way my people think is too small, is too low to deploy new ideas. I say, I'm, and, and so many times I'm forced to deploy it through an unsaved person who is ready to think out of the box. Think out of the box. I'm a lawyer, I'm a pharmacist, I'm an engineer. You only went to school for how many years? Let's do the fraction. You went to school, okay, doctors, I mean, they, they school forever, you know, I can understand. I mean, I'm so glad, I'm so glad that I'm not a medical doctor. I don't know how they do it. I mean, pre-med, med school, then there's something called, they call residency, and they finish residency, they do fellowship. Ah, what are you, what are you still fellowshipping? All this year should have been done. And then they go for courses. I mean, I don't know how they do it, but I'm glad I'm not a doctor. Thank God, God saved me. You know, my dad just assumed I should be a doctor. Without asking me, he got the jam form in Nigeria those days, filled it, met him, met him, met him. I'm like, you didn't even ask me. But to the glory of God, I failed the exam. <laughs> because I would have been miserable in, in medical school. I couldn't cope. No way. Me, doctor. And he said, but you're a pharmacist. They are close. They are not close, so they are far. <laughs> I mean, our faculties were close to each other. I looked at them. I said, how do you do it? Up to now. I have a sister-in-law that I said, doctor, how do you do it? I mean, you know, medicine is not just about intelligence. It's volume. Will I sit and be turning pages like that? No. It's not the will of God for my life. <laughs> Maybe it's, the will of, it's not the will of God. But I said all that. Even the pharmacy I read. Is it pharmacy? I've not had a dime from pharmacy in 25 plus years. And my education is in pharmacy. And you're there sitting now. I'm an engineer. I'm a pharmacist. I'm a lawyer. I'm a... Hey, thank God. God is saying, think out of the box. Don't be regulated by four years. You only spent four years in that school. And now, by the way, who told you your purpose and your education are the same? out of the box and maybe you are even doing well in that education could it be that there's a greater plan of god for your future and here you are assuming all to your life is the four years of formal education you have things are changing new technologies every day and believers should not be behind we should be ahead we ought to be 10 times better than yourself people in our spaces but something must be done to our minds. And you know when God wants to lift you out of that box, he brings new people into your space. And you're like, no, 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 that's not my thing. Make it your thing. Make it your thing. Make it your thing. AI is all, all over the place now, and some of you are still thinking about it. What are you thinking about it? It's not going to come. It has come. Set in. Set in it. Set in it. Everything. Oh my God. The Bible says the children of this world are smarter than the children of the kingdom. And with that, they are holding on to the past. I've been, I've been around long enough to know things changes so rapidly. 
the first television set I saw growing up was black and white. Has anybody seen a black and white TV? God bless you, Michelle. You know, thank God for my generation. Like Pastor Moyo, you never saw a black and white TV, did you? No. Then when the color, in fact, before they brought the color, we had to color it ourselves. You know, there's a way, there's this thing you put on front of your TV that gives you a sense of color. That's how we started. Before we now saw the real color TV. I remember the days of Polaroid. I don't know if you know Polaroid camera. Now you wait and get. Do you know the leading company then? When the digital camera wanted to come in, they fought it. They refused to embrace it. Kodak, do you know they went bankrupt? What about the days of Blackberry? Oh my God. How many people remember Blackberry? You know, when you bring out your Blackberry, you are a senior executive. Ah, you like Blackberry. Blackberry. In fact, when you say, I, I have a Blackberry. What about Motorola Razor? Oh my God, they oppressed us with it. And it used to work for Motorola those days. I have a Motorola Razor. Uh, razor what now? Blackberry was so big. Today, I've not even seen Blackberry phone this year. There's still a few faithfuls that carry maybe once in two years. I say, ah, this is a Blackberry. That's how it looks. Ah, they have really improved. I'm like, mm, don't. Technology changes. Ideas changes. God is not static. God is not static. Why are you static? Why are you still in 1990 when God is already in 2027? Think out of the box. Think out. Your mind is important. God will bring new people into your space. It will shake those waters. Don't fight it. God does not want his people to be relevant. He does not want his people to be behind. He wants his people to be ahead. Your mind should be allowed to explore. Think out of the box. Don't assume you know everything. Write it down. Don't assume, be open, be flexible, be adaptable, be teachable. God is unveiling new ideas, new concepts. Why can't it be you? Do you know in every generation, the people that are willing to explore, they are the ones that lead I remember this electric car thing. When it started, we were still in California. We were in California then. In fact, our house in California, I, I might be able to walk to where they started the plant. They're, they're making electric car there. Really? <laughs> Jokers, how would they do it? I hope you are not one of the people still fighting electric cars. It has come to stay. What is the next thing? Think out of the box. Oh, you have done well on, in this field for so long. But don't you think you need to upgrade yourself? And you know, we are living in, a, in an age that you don't have to go to school to go to school. Oh, you didn't hear me. You don't have to what? Go to school to what? Go to school. 
Now turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, don't allow your mind to go to waste. God needs you to have a prepared mind. And let me say this before I move to the last point. Don't get attached to any channel. Don't, write it down, don't get attached to what? Any channel. You know, in 1 Kings chapter 17, there's a story told of how Elijah was sustained in the time of famine at the brook of Sherit. How many of you know the story? And he did so well. But you know, there came a time that that brook dried up. Can you imagine? Elijah sustained at the brook. And the brook has dried up. Elijah would have dried up. God was speaking. I have another plan for you. Don't you know? Say God's next plan. You must not miss it. How many times do we stay at the brook when God's plan is now with a widow woman? The last but not the least. Envision your purpose. Envision your purpose. Envision your purpose. Somebody said, what are you talking about? I'm talking about exploring your imagination. When God gives you his promises, when God reveals his purpose to your life, when you have an understanding of the prophecy over your life, what do you do with it? You engage it. Get on your feet. Envision your purpose. Envision your purpose. Envision your purpose. Envision. God can only work with you based on the image you have. Do you know, I've never seen people that do so well in the financial world who are not people of imagination. Engage your vision. For where there's no vision, the people perish. Do you know in Genesis chapter 13, God had to literally bring Abraham out and say, okay, Lot are gone, the half of your business is gone, but guess what? There's so much. Okay, can you look in that direction? Can you see it? Northward, southward, eastward. Please don't judge my geography. Westwards. I'm the one with the microphone. I can call any direction and, you know, just believe it is. Listen, and God told him, he said, as far as you see, as far as you see, as far as you see. How far do you see? Now, ask your neighbor, say, how far, how far do, you see? do you see? You know, I'm a proud Nigerian. I was born in Nigeria. Spent the first 28 years of my life in Nigeria. Beautiful. And you know, Nigerian people, they like to go to school. They like school. But you know, these days, I'm not impressed. Your school, school, school. What has your school turned into? It's a competition of PhD now. Before it was masters. They have upgraded his PhD. You know, a friend of mine about five years ago just mentioned to his dad, I've started a PhD project. The man dropped up. He did not even ask for what. He said, PhD. Oh my God, God will not shame you. My first son, PhD program. Thank God, thank God. I've been waiting for this day. I'm like, what's wrong with you? PhD in what? A lot of times, irrelevant PhD. Just is my, my son has a PhD. School is only 
irrelevant if it translates into productivity. A lot of people go to school just for the sake of what? Going to school. You know, all my children have PhD. God bless you. What's the purpose? When it's just when it starts and ends with school. It does not translate to innovation. It does not translate to entrepreneurship. It does not translate into creating products, creating new services from you. Oh, I got a job. Don't just go to school to get a job. There's something bigger that God has for you. Explore your imagination. What is the purpose of you going to school? Are you even thinking about creating something new? Just want to work for Fortune 500 and have a good 401k and retire. If that's the way you are thinking, I pity you. There's more to your life. God wants a generation that we explore. See for as far as you see, I will give to you. Did you hear something from God? So we can talk all spirituality where prosperity is concerned. But listen, there are certain things that has to do with what? The mind. The cultivation of the mind, the intentionality. Not just in terms of renew your mind by the word of God. In terms of allow people into your space. In terms of understand that you are not enough. There will be people that you need to collaborate with to make your ideas fly. Come on, have you been blessed this afternoon? Lift up your two hands and say, I position myself. Everybody raise up your hand and say, I position myself for the reign of God. From today, I yield myself. I refuse to be rigid. I can't hear you. Shari, say, I refuse to be rigid. I'm adaptable. I am flexible. I am open. And let me add this to it. I learn from everybody. Do you know I have some 24, 25 old people in my space? And I love it when they talk. There's a way my generation think and there's a way they think. I love it. And you are there. So cocky. What do they know? No small kids. They know a lot that you don't know. You saw your own first computer when you were already 30. They were born with computer. They can teach you. Be open. Lord, whatsoever I need to be maximized in this season, help me recognize him or her or them. The vessels that need to come. Let me end with this. You know, in 2 Kings chapter 4, give me 2 Kings chapter 4. Sorry you are standing up, but I stand up throughout, so it's okay. So it's okay. You can as well join me. Do you love me? Second Kings chapter 4. Second Kings chapter 4. Let's start from verse 1. Okay. Project it and let's read it to everybody. One, two, three, go. So it's possible to fear God and even be a prophet and be very broke. 
Lift up your two and say, I refuse to be a broke child of God. If I shout it three times, say, I refuse to be a broke child of God. This man feared God, loved God, served God, but was broke. Verse 2. Going somewhere. Read it loud and clear. Stop. What she called nothing was everything. She said, your maid has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. God told me to tell somebody, say, there's something you have. But you can't see value in it. Because you are not enlightened. Say, it's only a jar of oil. Move to the third verse. Read. Lord told me to tell you, he said, the reason why your jar of oil looks like it has no value is because there are vessels around you that need to be borrowed. There are people I've put in your space that are supposed to add value to you. As valuable as that jar of oil is, it will mean nothing until the vessels around you are contracted. Verse 4. Continue, please. Fifth verse, please. Media? Okay. Continue, verse 6. interesting even with the breakthrough she had she could have had more your prayer in this is Lord every vessel that needs to be contracted around me Lord help me to see it because your jar of oil has no value until those vessels come in the Lord told me say your relevance is attached to your ability to collaborate and to recognize the people that have values around you I know you are gifted. Your gift will not be impactful until you learn to bring in other vessels. Minds open up. See opportunities. See possibilities. Lord, I make myself available to be a vessel. A vessel of impact in my generation. Lift up your hands and just give God praise this morning. Did you learn something from this service? Father, we thank you. Come on, can you release your shout everywhere? Come on, release your shout. Can you shout, my jar of oil is valuable. It's valuable. Wow. We hope you've been richly blessed by this teaching from Kingswood Ministries International. Feel free to visit our website at kingswood.org for more inspiring teachings by Dr. K. Ijishasong. There you'd also find other helpful materials and further information about this ministry. God bless you richly.